On today's pod, we have myself, Julia, as the interviewer, having a conversation with my friends, Stefania, Matthew, and Taylor about mental health involving school. Firstly, I would like to put out a disclaimer that we are in no way mental health professionals, and this episode is supposed to be just an informal conversation of us sharing personal experiences and issues with stress. We also use terms such as anxiety and depression lightly. However, they are not being stated as clinical terms, or are we self-diagnosing ourselves, as a serious diagnosis should only be done by professionals. If you are in need of help, I recommend you speaking to your family doctor, a mental health professional, or you can call this number that I've linked below that will provide information about mental health services in Ontario. As I mentioned in the podcast, the importance of having friends who share similar experiences and interests. So if you are ever feeling alone, please do not hesitate to contact me. And I've also linked my email below. With that being said, please lean in and enjoy this episode about mental health, online schooling, and COVID with Stefania, Matthew, and Taylor. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the pod. So my name is Julia. You may or may not recognize my voice because I've been on the podcast before with Brian. So today I am joined with three fellow Ryerson students, and they're actually very close friends of mine. They have been really good supporters of me throughout my university journey, and I'm really grateful for them in my life. So if you guys want to introduce yourselves, maybe say your name and your program. So my name is Stefania. I'm in my third year of biology at Ryerson. Um, And something interesting about me is that I enjoy doing yoga. Nice, nice. Matthew, if you want to go ahead. Of course. So my name is Matthew. I'm in my third year of biomedical science. And something interesting about me is that I love reality TV. Good. And Taylor? Hi, my name is Taylor. And I'm in my third year of biomedical science. And a fun fact about me is I can play the piano. Okay, perfect. And so do you guys have any part-time jobs, any volunteering, any extracurriculars that you do? And if so, how do you balance your time with both school and these extracurriculars? I currently have a part-time job. I work for Grocery Gateway. Um, So I work one day during the week and one day on the weekend, which is the best for me to balance like work and school. Weekend shifts are eight hours and then weekday shifts are between like six and seven so it's not too bad okay that's not too bad yeah at the beginning of the school year I was a TA advisor so that was just a contract with Brian it was like a 10-hour thing so on Monday I would log into Zoom for an hour and a half and just help students that were taking organic chemistry and answer any questions that they had about the lab in terms of balancing it all out I feel that having a part-time job and staying busy helps me to get my stuff done quicker and stay motivated. Whereas if I didn't have a part-time job, I would probably get lazy and think that like I have all the time in the world to do things when realistically like deadlines are coming up. So it just helps me like stay in line and get everything done. I completely agree. Like I'll know if I'm busy this day, I've worked this day, I'll try to get my, my stuff done earlier on. And I feel like it's always better to get stuff done earlier rather than last minute so I completely agree it stops you from procrastinating 
Yes, exactly. And Matthew, how about you? Yeah, so I agree with everything you guys said. For me, I work about six hours a week tutoring. And then I also, on the weekends, help my dad with his company and do data entry for him, which I spend about four hours, I would say, on the weekend. Where do you tutor? Um, it's at this company called Prestige, and it's online and everything, so it's easier to balance. Okay. And then just four hours with your dad? Yeah, just compiling municipality info for him so he could contact them regarding that cool cool and like do you tutor like kids or it's usually grade students? 11 and 12 uh high school oh, okay. and some first year university yeah oh, okay that's good wow first year university is intense to tutor i know well the thing is most of the first semester courses are just high school review anyways so most of the ones that would need tutoring are for example physics a lot of them didn't take it in high school, but then need it in oh, okay. university. So it's just high school review physics. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Not too bad then. And Taylor, how about you? So yeah, I also have a part-time job. I work uh, at like a retail store at the mall and normally they only book me like one shift a week, which like Steph said is like good enough to balance school and work. I don't like volunteer right now. I put in an application right before COVID and then went through the whole process with, um, this rehab center, but obviously COVID happened, so I'm not doing that anymore. Um, I also, I agree too that the fact that you have work like really pushes you to make sure that you have things done before a certain deadline. Exactly. So from the beginning of COVID, how did you guys find it for yourselves? Like, how did you handle it? And do you feel any differently now? Like, do you feel less stressed or more stressed now? Like, how did you deal with it in March when everything shut down? In March, the best way that um, I was dealing with it was just keeping myself busy because there was like absolutely nothing to do and nowhere to go. You couldn't even see like your friends and family at one point, which was just really rough. So keeping myself busy with school and I also a lot of people weren't able to work because their places got like closed down, but I was able to work from home. So that kept me really busy as well and coping with like the stress of everything at the time. I would exercise from like in my room at home or do yoga just to like calm down kind of get out of my little stress bubble I guess yeah that's really good and do you feel better now compared to March so I feel completely different than I do in March like I feel a lot less stressed now maybe because school started and we're more busy but I found that like in March, we had to do things like that. Like we had to keep busy. We had to do yoga in our rooms or else like we would go crazy. Yeah, I think in March, it was just the whole transition that was really stressful and not knowing for like a week, we like had no idea how our courses were going to be run. So that part was really stressful. And even just adjust adjusting to it was stressful as well. Now it's kind of, e I want to say kind of easier to adjust because we have we had from day one, like our profs were like, this is how the course is going to be run, like start preparing yourself, kind of. So that I feel a bit better now and less stressed. Sorry, I just wanted yeah. to, I, I feel the opposite. I, I felt more stressed oh. out, or sorry, stressed out now than I did at the beginning. Because, really? Yeah, because I feel like in the beginning, we weren't taking it like as seriously. It was more like we had just a little bit more time for ourselves because we were staying home. But like now, I think, because we realized how serious it's gotten, it starts getting overwhelming because you're like now, maybe even in the winter, it's going to be online. Yeah. 
we have a little extra time to ourselves. We, we don't have to go to lectures so we can do like uh, sultry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, that, that's a good point. And I think back then we thought, okay, like we're probably gonna shut down for two weeks and then everything will go back to normal. Everything's fine. Like, I don't think we thought it would be going on for this long. Yeah, and exactly. yeah, you're, you're right. Like cases were lower than, yeah, I just thought like for maybe for myself, it was more the uncertainty. Like we didn't really know even how it spread. Like they, they didn't even recommend wearing masks before because yeah. they didn't know it was so airborne. Like I remember my parents coming home from the grocery store, we would disinfect everything because we thought it would stick on like every single surface. But I think now we know it's less about that surface contact. So I don't know, maybe everyone's different. So I, I'm, I'm surprised to hear you're more stressed now, but I, I get where you're coming from. Like, I get that. I, I get it too, because last year they changed the way like things would appear in our transcript. So if we did really poorly on an exam and it changed our grade, we could have just been like, I don't want this grade to show in my transcript. Whereas now, like, yeah. it's like back to normal. Like, if you do bad mm -hmm. on us, like, you do bad and it reflects your grade. So yeah, yeah, they were way more lenient before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's how I, that's right. what I was going to say and how I felt as well. I felt when it came to non-academics, I was more stressed before just because of how unknown this virus was and, like, what was coming. Because... I, I don't think any of us expected for like lockdown to go into October, November now. And I had no idea. This is like our, my first pandemic that I experienced. But actually having the security of if you did bad, you could just take a pass actually relieved more stress than what I have now. Yeah, I think overall it's just bad. <laughs> like from the beginning to now, it's just like there's always that stress. I think just right now too, like how it continued on for so long, like it just starts feeling like we're living the same day like over and over and it's almost like we don't have like that schedule anymore like every single day we have just to do the same thing that we did the day before because we can't leave the house or we can't go to lecture in person that normally gives us like that form of structure mm -hmm. i know i know it's really hard and so this kind of leads into my next question this might be a personal question so just answer it as much in depth as you want or you can even pass it but I am just wondering if you've suffered from any anxiety or depression or any sort of mental health issue throughout COVID or even prior to COVID. And I just want to know what that was like for you, because I think everyone deals with stress and mental health issues in a different way could look differently to different people. Like, for example, for me, I when I get stressed, I feel very overwhelmed and I feel like I have so many things to do. But I have no energy or motivation to do it. So I kind of just like sit down, my heart's racing, but I don't have like the motivation to go and do what I need to do. So that's what it's like for me. How about for you guys? Like what are your kind of symptoms like if you're suffering from any stress or anxiety or depression? So in first year, I didn't really have much anxiety or depression, but then second year, it was like a storm, like not an anxiety storm, but like the workload and like our courses were just so like content heavy and a lot of new information. So it, I did get a lot of anxiety, I want to say, in second year. And then as soon as COVID hit, it was kind of just like an eye opener that there's so many worse things like that are going on in the world that I shouldn't have to be like upset over one bad mark that I got on a test or like really stressed out about a, like an assignment for example and so now I feel like I'm better at coping with it if I do bad on a test it's kind of just like as long as I tried my best 
Mm-hmm. That's all that matters. And just take it as a learning experience instead of just like a fallback. Yeah, that's a really good way to look at it. And also just puts into perspective, like, I'm healthy now. Yeah. I like I'm physically healthy. I have a home. I have food. I always try to put it into that perspective too. Like there's people who lost their jobs, who are really yeah. sick, who lost their family. So yeah. There's people that are just like in worse in worse situations than what yeah. we're in right now. Specifically. Exactly. Like, yeah. Exactly. So like what would you feel when you were stressed in second year before all like before COVID? So yeah, like anxiety, I think everyone kind of has the same like heart racing, like tightness. I would get like tightness in my chest. There was night like before exams, nights before exams, I like wouldn't be able to sleep because my heart was racing and I was so anxious over the exam I had the next day. So like oh, yeah. I would probably get like three or four hours or maybe less sleep like the day before an exam, which obviously affected the way I performed on my exams and my tests. So that's yeah. what I experienced when I got when I got anxiety last year. Mm-hmm. The best is when we're done the exam and like all the stress is gone and then you have the best sleep of your life. Yeah. Because oh like because like you all those nights of you studying where it all like comes back to you of all that missed sleep. Mm-hmm. And then you just oh that's the best. I love that feeling. Yeah. Matthew, how about you? So yeah, I I agree with you and Stefania. For me, before COVID, stress always came in the form of assignments and schoolwork. For me, I know when I had lab reports due, I basically got no sleep sometimes. And it came in like sometimes the form of panic attack where I just got so nauseous that I couldn't eat, drink. Like I felt like throwing up sometimes. I would just like be so nauseous I couldn't even continue <laughs> doing them. And it just Aww. kept building up more time yeah so and like you said like that's what it does it distracts you even more from getting what you want done so it's like a rippling Mm -hmm. effect yeah yeah and taylor how about you personally i think i don't really deal with stress very well both before covid and after covid but yeah like i also shared the same symptoms as you guys like my heart races a lot and during first year i had or no during Second year, last year, I had my first like real panic attack during a midterm. I literally just like I I got up and my head just started like spinning and I felt nauseous and just like super overwhelmed. Like your your chest gets super heavy. In terms of if that's like changed throughout COVID, I think like I don't want to just use the term like depression lightly, but everyone has I think like seasonal depression in the sense that like because the weather's getting colder, the day's ending a little sooner, like everyone seems a little more down. And especially because of COVID, like we're not allowed to see our friends and go out, even just for like a little bit of fresh air, like that helps a lot of the time. But because of COVID, I felt like if anything, that has made it worse for me. Yeah. Yeah. I find like if I don't have anything planned during the day, I feel so depressed like I, I I don't want to use that as like an adjective like feeling depressed but I feel so down and like I need to have something planned or else I have no motivation to even like get out of my bed yes. because like there's so little to look forward to now yeah because there's no like structure anymore that we just feel like it's so easy to feel so overwhelmed in school because that's all we have to look forward to when we wake up to do school work Exactly, exactly. Honestly, these breakout rooms are kind of like my only interaction for the day and I don't mind them. I find like we all are on the same page and we're all just complaining about assignments or like complaining about something that happened and that I find helps a lot. Community, yeah. Yeah. You get your feelings validated. (laughs) We're all on the same page. 
so I know we all said uh, like assignments in school kind of triggers our anxiety. Are there any like other particular triggers for yourselves that cause you to feel more down or anxious? Like for me, I find if I'm on my phone like all day or for a long period of time, like just on social media, I I feel so anxious. I don't know why. Like when, the days that I'm not on my phone, I feel so much better. Or also for me, if I don't have a schedule, then I will get nothing done. And then at the end of the day, I feel horrible about myself. So anything like that for you guys that triggers you? Steph, if you want to go first. I think something that really triggers my anxiety is when like, I get my work schedule and it's like everything kind of just hits me at once and it's like I have all these assignments due this week I have this Mm -hmm. test and this quiz this week and then I work this day and that day and it's like so when am I actually gonna get my stuff done like it's just like like all at once like anxiety does it vary a lot your work schedule like it's not like you told them like this day and this day I could work is it just whenever at the beginning of the semester, my availability was more open because I thought I would have had like so much more time since we're not commuting. But turns out it's not that way. So I had to just change my availability. So now it's more concrete, whereas before it was kind of different days and different times. And that's when I would get that anxiety. But then I realized like, okay, this isn't healthy. I need to have like some time to just chill out instead of just doing school and work all the time. Um, But then I changed my work schedule. I know. I feel like we feel like if we have any sort of free time, we need to be doing something productive. And like, that's really not good. Yeah. 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 We feel guilty if we're not doing something. Yeah. I don't know if it's society that told us this or if it's ourselves (laughs) or like, I don't know where that came from, but it's so important to just have a day, like at least one day off of like just chilling out. Yeah. That, that really helps. Yeah. I agree. percent. Yeah, so I, I get that. So, Steph, do you feel better now having a more concrete schedule? Does that really help you? Yeah. Knowing what days you work? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot. Okay, that's good. And Matthew, how about you? Yeah, so for me, it's kind of a weird one. Sometimes I get anxious or stressed out when I see all my other friends, like, hanging out and having fun. and like, Oh, my God. That FOMO. I'm missing it. Me yeah, too. basically FOMO. And it's just like, mm-hmm. it's weird because I'm like, they literally think I study all day. <laughs> and it's even yeah. like little things. Like, sometimes my family would watch shows together. And when I can't do that, and then like, I have to go watch it by myself like a week after, it's just not the same. It's like... No, I completely agree. And it's so bad now, even with social media, seeing everyone hanging out, having fun, and then we're just home studying. And it makes you feel very anxious. Like, I'm missing out in life. Or like, exactly. I, I even know what you mean, like with your family, like when I have to leave the dinner table early to go study, I, I feel like I'm missing out on like family time. And I, I completely yeah. get that. Yeah. Taylor? Yeah, I agree with what Matthew said with the FOMO. Like that also makes me anxious. I think it makes me anxious in general talking about, because you know how everyone has their own schedule. So let's say like someone has work on Saturday, so they need to have all their assignments done by Friday. And when we talk about it with each other, like, the first person will have their stuff done by Friday and I haven't have started at all. That's yes. I have like, let's say a free day Saturday. Right. So talking about like when you are planning to do your assignments and work too, sometimes makes me anxious because like, I just need to know, you know what I mean? Like how it works for myself. <laughs> for, for the audience or for Matthew and Steph, me and Taylor every day will call each other and be like, so what did you do today? Like, yeah. cause we need to, it's, 
it helps to compare to others to see if you're ahead, if you're behind. But at the same time, I know what you mean. It makes you anxious yes. because if you're if you're not ahead, if you're not doing exactly what the other person's doing, or even more, then you feel you feel bad about yourself. Exactly. But yeah, yeah, we're we're the same in that way. Now that we talked about our triggers, I think we kind of briefly already touched upon this, but do you guys know now how to handle when you're feeling anxious or depressed and these certain triggers? And what are some of your coping strategies just in general? Yeah, so like I said before, like basically changing my work schedule was like the best way for me to just get rid of that trigger that always gave me the anxiety of the week. And like, now that I've changed my work schedule, I have more time to like hang out with family or friends or even just have some time by myself. And I found that when I was, when I did have like a hectic work schedule and school schedule at the beginning of the semester, whenever I was hanging out with my family or friends, my mind was always just on like the assignments that I had to do and the tests that I had to study for. And I couldn't actually just like enjoy the moment. Whereas now it's like, okay, I have like this extra time to have to be with my friends like just enjoy it and then go off later on your assignments yes yes it's the best to really plan your time because then you don't feel guilty about actually enjoying it if I plan okay this week I'm gonna like really work hard and then giving myself this one day to relax then when you're actually relaxing you're like okay I feel good I'm gonna just enjoy the moment not worry about anything else yeah exactly yeah that's a good way to cope and Matthew for me, yeah, like I said before, like when I go through a panic attack or something like that, I feel like I'm not going to get anything productive done because like it just has a ripple effect and it keeps getting worse and worse the more I focus on it. So I've learned to just go watch TV or go chill out with a friend or something because I need to go back to a calm and cool collected headspace yeah. to be able to go back to the assignment and finish it (laughs) and because I know if I do it when I'm like anxious then it's not going to be good what I write that's that's really good that you've realized that too because it's good you don't feel guilty to walk away and just take time for yourself because some people will still try to push through and just do work that's not effective you probably will do work for like five hours of being anxious instead of you stepping back and then doing really good work for like one hour yeah, so, and it, it, it took like a long time to learn because like, you just find yourself yeah. miserable while you're doing the work. Yeah. When did you realize, like, when did you start getting better dealing I with that? I honestly started getting better, I would say, honestly, after COVID, I guess. I feel like mm-hmm. with commuting and everything, I was like, if I don't get it done now, then I'm not going to get it done ever. But like, since it's online now, I've been able to balance more time, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and true. You have a lot more time. Home. Yeah. And Taylor? I think it's really funny that you said about how like some people try to push through it because I think that's literally me. Like, <laughs> I, I think all the time I'm working on it for sure. But it's like yeah. a lot of times when I, I want to like give myself a break, like something in the back of my head is like telling me like you didn't get this done yet. So like you almost like don't deserve a break. But then like also sometimes when I actually take the break, I realize that, you know, like even if it was just like 30 minutes, just like sitting there not having to think about work like that can give you like enough time to just like relax and be more productive than if you were to just push through it for let's say five hours straight having a complete like brain fart not knowing what to do yeah yeah for 30 minutes then realizing okay like kind of like collecting yourself and then realizing that this is probably more productive than if I were to just not give myself a break yeah but something I admire about you Taylor is that you work very hard so like 
you will push through even if you're on no sleep, you're barely eating, like you really push through. But I think now you've realized like you don't work as well under those conditions than if you step back. So I, I think you're going to find a good balance between. Yeah. Honestly, this question is kind of for myself because now, like Taylor said, like the weather's getting colder and now seasonal depression can be more prevalent. So I want to know this for myself. Like, what do you guys, what do you have planned to do when we're stuck inside all day, the restaurants, I don't know if they're still, will be running. Do you guys have any, any tips for myself, for the audience of what you can do all day? What I am planning on doing, if like, well, the restaurants basically are closed. Like it's just outdoor dining now. And like the gyms are closed. And that was like my go-to all the time. Cause I hate running outside, Julie. I know you love going for runs. That's just like not my thing. Well, it's too cold um, soon, so I don't know. Yeah, what I'm now do. it's getting cold. So I want to say like find a hobby if you can. Like I know I like yoga. I know Julia, you like yoga too. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is kind of boring just doing it in your room by yourself. Like it's not the same as like going to the yoga studio, being around everyone, and like doing yoga. But like kind of find a hobby. I don't really have any fun hobbies. <laughs> I guess I should probably find one. Like I just bought some plants. So maybe I'll yeah. start taking care of plants when I'm bored. But how will that take up your time? Like just watering them? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Just... <laughs> like I you can just like a hobby for myself. Well, you cook, don't you? Cook and bake. Yeah. Sometimes. Like, okay. So... That's a good hobby, I think. It just takes, it's very time consuming. Yeah, well, we're going to have all the time in the world <laughs> soon, so that, that's good. Yeah. Okay, and Matthew, any tips? So, I've been actually learning to cook, too. I'm enjoying it, to be honest. What do you but guys cook? Like, what is, what's, like, the I easy honestly, thing to cook? I need to learn. I, I kind of cheat my way out of it, and I, like, order like, the recipes online, so, like, they give you oh, ingredients, and I just follow okay. it. See, like, okay. so I, I cheat. I understand. I'm not the best Yeah, that, that's kind of, that's the fake But it, I do have to cook it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I don't make yeah. the recipes off the, the top of my head. I'm not that good. Soon, soon. Okay. And one that you probably know, Julia, but it's kind of <laughs> embarrassing to it. Kind of fa- <laughs> I've kind of found a base within, like, the Survivor community. And, like, they've been yeah. really, really good. And, like, it's weird because, like, it's a show that I love watching. So to be able to play yeah. it and participate, it's really, really fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. But I, I don't know. Like, I find it helps even talking to, like, Ryerson science students just talking to people that relate to you and have like similar experiences I find very comforting especially when we're all stressed like during exam time and just like talking about everything I think that honestly really helps and also I'm just gonna say it to the audience if anyone is feeling alone too because like I'm grateful that I have you guys I have other friends at Ryerson but some people might be completely alone just transferred to the school not knowing anyone so honestly if you want to reach out to me I'm just gonna Put your names as well if you guys are willing for that to uh, yeah, have people reach out to you just for someone to talk to it that honestly really helps sometimes I'll just FaceTime you guys and just talk and it just that just like kind of de-stresses you just talking to other people is really 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 helpful yeah so I recommend to that. just rant and have them like validate everything that you're feeling that it's not just you mm-hmm. really really helps mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And we lack that now not going to school. Because when I would be at school, I would just kind of after an exam, talk to everyone after, 
or even like before an exam, talk to people. Now we, we don't have that anymore. So I think just like calling your friends or Zoom calling the breakout rooms, that it really helps. Yeah. Taylor, how about you? Anything to recommend? Being inside, any hobbies? What I recommend, especially because of, you know, COVID and not having structure and all that, I think set goals for yourself throughout the day so that you can get what you need to have done, but also like set aside time. It sounds dumb, but like for like self-care, whether that be, you know, taking a long shower, warm shower. Yeah. Um, face it's the little things. Yeah, it literally is the little things, especially during COVID. Those are like the little like self-care things that you can look forward to. Like, oh, I'm going to work hard during the day. At night, I can relax, put on a movie, do a face mask, and then just end off the night really well. Yeah, that's the best advice. At, yeah, I completely agree. And yeah, that's something I also do too. I set a schedule for myself every day. It used to be much more like scheduled and like concrete, like eight to 10, <laughs> do this assignment, oh, yeah. 10 to like, very intense, but as long as you set like, okay, like I'll finish this assignment today, this assignment, whatever, then that's good enough too. But I feel like, especially with um, the lack of structure, I can see myself always um, like overestimating how much I should be doing because I'm like, I'm at home all day. Yeah, I'm at home all day. I should have all the time in the world, but. Yeah, no, that's, that's true too. Maybe just like, yeah, like lunchtime is a break and then maybe like set a time like, okay, after 8 p.m. I'm done. Yeah. You know, that, that's good too. I just wanted oh, yeah. to like add one more thing that I thought about is sure. just like doing little like crafts for yourself. Like I kind of want to like redo my room. But I want it to to be, like, all, like, do-it-yourself. So, like, make my own thing. Like, I don't know. Like, just, like... Yeah, yeah. With your plants? With your cacti? (laughs) Yes. No, that's really room. It, like, gives you that burst of serotonin. Because it's, like, something different. Something new to look forward to. Like, last night I was trying to, like, do work on something. And, like, I was just thinking of redecorating my room the whole time. Mm -hmm. I could, like, focus on what I was doing. (laughs) No, that's, yeah, you have to make it your space, too, especially now, bro, home all the time. You have to walk into your room and feel good. You have to feel comforted, and, yeah, that's actually a really good idea. I should do that, too. (laughs) I don't want to do that now. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, even I, like, someone who's not even artistic, I went and did some art. I'll send it to you guys. Did you actually? Like, you drew? (laughs) Yeah, do you guys want to see it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 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 Everyone support (laughs) Matthew. You guys are gonna laugh. <laughs> I'll put a link in the description, okay? okay. <laughs> I want everyone to see this. Okay, so so now with online schooling, do you guys prefer it? I know I get like a lot of mixed opinions about it. Personally, I I like it. I like having my own schedule. Like I can make my own time to do assignments. But at the same time, I really miss going downtown and seeing everyone. So I think if there's pros and cons for myself. So how about you guys, Steph, if you want to go first? I think everyone will agree that the best part of online school is not having to commute in the cold weather and like wake up at 5 a.m. to catch mm-hmm. a train. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only thing for me is that it's so hard for me to get out of bed because if I don't have to like physically get out and go somewhere and put clothes other than my pajamas on and like go out and get to school and get to class, it's so hard for me to get out of bed in the morning because like, no one's like, oh, let's go, let's go. Like, your class starts at 8. Like, my class starts at 8, but I could wake up at 7.30 or mm-hmm. 7.45. Whereas, like, when I was commuting, like, I'd wake up at, like, 6 and then, you know, get some stuff done on the train. So it was kind of more productive that way. Yeah. Um, 
like the cons I would say is that it's really disconnected right now like this podcast is probably the most I've talked to people in a while <laughs> yeah like kind of I sad agree and I miss like I used to always like say I hated the Ryerson campus because like it smelled weird in some places and like it was just sometimes it wasn't the best place to be but like I kind of miss being on campus and seeing everyone especially like all the Christmas decorations at Christmas time like that's like, my favorite part and Yeah. now like I don't really have that so it's kind of just sad Also, do you guys think the construction's done by now? Like, please tell no me if it's done. definitely Does anyone know? not well it's done. I have an update regarding that I saw on Reddit it's done and there's pictures Yeah, I saw no there. there is not. Okay. It will this is be the description as well yeah, everything is linked down below. But yeah, Steph, I agree. I, I really we took advantage of it a hundred percent. It's 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 so little interactions throughout the day that I miss the most, I think. yeah And Matthew, how about yes you? So what, what do you feel about online schooling? So what are some like advantages and disadvantages that you find? yeah so for me I actually I feel like a lot of people don't like it I feel like I'm one of the ones like you Julia that do like it Yeah. and I, I think it was just like Stefania said the commute was so draining after a while when I would get home I was just like I couldn't even lift my finger like I was so tired I just wanted to go to sleep Oh, yeah. And, like, I wouldn't do my assignments till late at night, and I'd go to bed late, and it was just, like, a reoccurring cycle. But now I just basically do it when I feel the most comfortable. I don't have to revolve it around when I'm at school, when I'm not at school. So I like it in
so right now I'm planning on applying to grad school next year. And so last year I got in touch with a professor and I was, I would have gotten the chance to volunteer in his lab through Sci999, two times a week, I think it was, but then his lab closed down and it was like limited space in the lab. So um, he's like, unfortunately, we'll, we'll have to wait until the labs open up. So I emailed him again, like when this semester started and he said his lab is still running at like a certain capacity. So still like there's not really an update. So I'm just like kind of waiting on that. That did affect like my ability to get research experience in a lab. Um, mm -hmm. And even just like COVID's kind of affected the ability to get in touch, like better connected with professors. Because you do need like those reference letters and like good strong connections with professors. So it's harder to get that right now online through Zoom. Yeah, you're completely right. I didn't even think of that too. Yeah, I think just overall you're lacking that interaction. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that, that was like a direct effect of COVID of you not being able to go into a lab and you could have gotten that experience and you could have gotten that for your resume, but yeah, who knows? It, like everything happens for a reason too, you know? So yeah. it's okay. Okay, and Matthew? On a broader scale, I was just thinking like for jobs in the future, you're probably going to see more positions be, be available in epidemiology and stuff like that just because mm -hmm. of this pandemic and like how the world is more aware now of the potential of future pandemics and stuff like that. So it's probably going to be more positions into prevention of that. So in a way, I guess that's good. Like that's one positive that there might it's be good more for us. As yeah. Yeah. Like there's more students. jobs in that. Yeah. As a science biology student, you might have more jobs in that sense. But overall, like I guess short term, it's been more way more negative than beneficial. Yeah. But, has it affected you personally with anything? Any opportunities taken away from you? Yeah, so for co-op, I was supposed to be working at the region of Peel or York and do water testing samples for them. Oh, but that's so cool. Like it gets shut down because of COVID and everything. So they had to cancel the program, which sucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, it's always something. Like everyone has that story of like, oh, could have done this amazing thing, but COVID. <laughs> Yeah. So at least you know you're not alone in that, too. Mm -hmm. And Taylor, anything with you? Directly, just what I mentioned about my, like, volunteering that I was going to do at a rehab center. It was going to be, oh, like, yes. a lot of, like, inpatient interaction, which would have been good for, like, what I want to do in the future. So I want to either do optometry. Honestly, all of my, all my options are very broadened right now because I just want to keep everything open. Like, yeah. I know with physiotherapy you have to have a lot of interactions with patients too. And I think at the rehab center, especially a lot of them were going to be patients that had like sports related injuries too. Mm -hmm. So that would have been really, really beneficial hands-on experience. I know. I know. I, I think applying though in the future, they'll understand that opportunities were taken away because of COVID. So like we kind of have a free pass, which is okay all like our generation like this year of us applying to like future positions I think we're all in the same boat and so let's just wrap this up with any silver lining from this pandemic did you guys learn anything about yourselves I find that for myself like I'm really different now than I was at the beginning of COVID I think it kind of forced me to deal with stress better so that's one silver lining for myself how about for you Steph any silver linings 
I think the biggest thing I discovered is that I don't have any hobbies because I'm always just bored and I watching Netflix shouldn't be considered a hobby. It should just be considered relaxation time. And now that we have like a bit more free time, I just like I don't do any like I'm a boring person technically because all I do is work and go to school and watch Netflix. Like I'm like there's nothing like oh I do this and this and that. Like it's just like boring. <laughs> So your silver lining is finding hobbies, yeah. like just owning cacti now. And <laughs> <laughs> okay, exactly. no, that's good. That's good. Okay, I like that. Matthew? I think my silver lining has just been like a new perspective on the world in a way. Mm-hmm. Everything has just felt so out of body this entire year. You just become grateful for a lot of things, I guess, in that way. And yeah, you appreciate your family more and your friends and mm-hmm. I kind of just re- got reminded that growing up isn't the, like that's what I want I just want to grow up get a job become an adult have a house you know what I mean yeah but like it kind of made me remember just slow down and enjoy your time <laughs> as it goes by that's beautiful yes I really like that I, I I completely agree it just like makes you like step back if you're stressed about something small something like with your friends or anything it's just like it doesn't really matter we're alive we're healthy we're in school a lot of people are not even given the opportunity to go to school to go to university and like we're stressing about like one little test it just kind of puts it into perspective so i completely agree and taylor how about you i think this is a little cheesy but i think uh (laughs) covid has taught me how to be more introspective and like understand my feelings better because before COVID when I could like actively just leave whenever I want to see my friends like a lot of the times when I deal with my problems it's by talking to other people and especially Mm -hmm. being at home in in your own time and just spending time with yourself especially like understanding how to like like we were talking about deal with your own stress and how you want to spend your free time is important to ultimately do well in school and also to get you to the life that you want that's a very good point I think at the end of the day all you have is yourself really so if you if you don't know how to just be alone that's really not a good trait to have so I I agree on that it made you just be alone to your own thoughts that's a really good point okay now let's just finish off with some rapid fire questions to lighten the mood so let's go (laughs) let's go quickly Steph (laughs) this is actually a perfect question for you (laughs) what is your favorite hobby Um, (laughs) yoga okay Matthew what's your favorite hobby playing survivor (laughs) okay Taylor you already said all this Taylor what's your favorite hobby don't say playing the piano we need something new (laughs) my favorite hobby is doing makeup Oh, okay, that's good. Steph, I know your answer. What TV series have you been watching? <laughs> Money Heist. <laughs> Matthew? Inside number nine. It's on BritBox. You guys should watch it. Inside number nine? What's that about? It's like, if you like Black Mirror, you'll love it. And Taylor? Ratchet on Netflix. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Steph, what's your biggest pet peeve? When profs put on exams, stuff that wasn't included in the lecture or the textbook, and then get screwed. (laughs) Yeah, I think we all agree on that. Matthew? Pet peeve is people not carrying their weight. 
in some oh, like a group sign. I agree. And Taylor, I think my biggest pet peeve is hypocrites, like people that tell you not to do something and then they'll do it. Yeah, that's yeah. literally me. When like, you're a hypocrite. <laughs> Like, I'll just get, like, annoyed when people do things, and then I'll do it, and it's just... Stop. <laughs> Fix yourself. Be introspective. <laughs> Steph, if you weren't a science major, what would you major in? So no longer being a woman in STEM, what would you be? Oh, God. I would... I used to be a competitive dancer, so that... Probably that. I'd probably go to Ryerson Ooh. for, like, Dance. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> uh, Matthew? I could have, like, got into anything I wanted to, like, regardless of, like, job opportunities. I feel like I would have wanted to study natural disasters somewhere in the world mm-hmm. where there's, like, earthquakes or something. Like, something Like, travel there, too? Yeah. Like, go and travel. Like, that's cool. Like, go, go visit volcanoes. I don't know, something like that. Yeah, that's really cool. And Taylor? I think I'd like to do something with, like, marketing and PR. I'm just very interested in that and how social media plays a role in all of it. Huh. Yeah. Steph, what concerns you the most in life? Like, what's something that keeps you up at night? The future. Because, like, okay. specifically, like, like your job in the future. Like, what I'm going to do with my life, pretty much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, that's scary. And Matthew? Mine's literally the same. Like, what if I go nowhere in life? Like, oh I did God, all this. To, no, like, if I no, if I did all this school and everything, just to end up with nothing. I feel yeah. scary. You guys shouldn't worry about that. You're both smart and you work hard. So don't stop, okay? Don't okay. be concerned about that. I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, for sure the same thing. Just that, you know, like, I'm not going to find a job to support my family or that I'm not gonna have enough time to see my family but I think like all this stuff that we're worried about I was just learning about this in my other course but it was just saying that in society today we all believe in the system that like if we work hard like basically hard work is equivalent to like more opportunity right but it's not necessarily the case like I thought you were gonna say something positive about that (laughs) No, like the part of the course is very like very um, negative and pessimistic. Oh. Um, but that's basically what they were saying. They're saying a lot of people have this ideology that if we work hard, if we put in the effort, effort equals opportunity. I think that's why our concerns are so valid because it is it is true though. Like there's so many people that put in a lot of work and yeah, it's, it's a dog eat dog world, and like you yeah, need to have exactly. the connections to make it. Well, <laughs> all my part-time jobs have been through connections. So, like, if I can, really? if my part-time jobs are through connections, like, what about my full-time jobs in the future? Like, what's really? gonna happen, guys? <laughs> well, also working hard doesn't mean like you have to work hard in the right. <laughs> I'm justify yeah, in the right way. You have to work hard in the right way. Like as Brian said, it's not just practice makes perfect. It's perfect practice makes perfect. Like. You got to work hard and find connections. You got to go out there and, you know, put yourself out there. Make, find no, new people, that, make new right. connections. Yeah, so. If you put in the enough effort, like, you can do it. But, like, some people could, like, it's just the way the world works where they could put less effort. But because they know people, oh, it's yeah. easier for them. Yeah, and, like, for example, you if you're going best, to, like, yeah. a new country, that it's going to be harder for that person that immigrated than someone that, has already a, a ground foundation and a base where they can know people and 
move mm-hmm. further ahead. Yeah, no, you're completely right. Well, so thank you guys for coming onto this podcast. Thank you for taking the time out of our very, very busy days. I just want to say that talking about COVID, I feel like we all have adapted very quickly to it. So I think this kind of helped us to adapt to anything that will come in our future. So do you guys have any final words or comments or advice to give to the audience, just general about getting better with your mental health and how you improved any just general final parting words? I would just say, take it easy. Don't be too hard on yourself. Yeah. Matthew. Yeah. Um, I, I, I agree. I think that everyone, if we put too much time stressing on school, like future us isn't going to remember what, assi- what if we got bad on one assignment in 20 years? Like these things, you need to remember that everything in the grand scheme of things is just part of the progress. Perfect. And Taylor? My last piece of advice would just be to keep pushing because this pandemic is probably one of the worst things thus far for a lot of people. And if you can make it past this one point, you can literally make it past anything. Yep, I agree. Okay, thank you guys. And I hope you all stay safe and stay healthy. And have a great day. I will talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.